but there is nothing irrational in exercising other powers than our reason. On certain occasions, and for certain purposes, the real irrationality is with those who will not do so. The man who would try to break a horse, or write a poem, or beget a child by pure syllogizing would be an irrational man, although at the same time syllogizing is in itself a more rational activity than the activities demanded by these achievements. It is rational not to reason, or not to limit oneself to reason in the wrong place. And the more rational a man is, the better he knows this. These remarks are not intended as a contribution to the criticism of pride and prejudice. They came into my head when I heard that the Church of England was being advised to declare women capable of priests' orders. I am, indeed, informed that such a proposal is very unlikely to be seriously considered by the authorities. To take such a revolutionary step at the present moment, to cut ourselves off from the Christian past, and to widen the divisions between ourselves and other churches by establishing an order of priestesses in our midst, would be an almost wanton degree of imprudence. And the Church of England herself would be torn in shreds by the operation. My concern with the proposal is of a more theoretical kind. The question involves something even deeper than a revolution in order. I have every respect for those who wish women to be priestesses. I think they are sincere and pious and sensible people. Indeed, in a way they are too sensible. That is where my descent from them resembles Bingley's descent from his sister. I am tempted to say that the proposed arrangement would make us much more rational, but not near so much like a church. For at first sight all the rationality, in Caroline Bingley's sense, is on the side of the innovators. We are short of priests. We have discovered in one profession after another that women can do very well all sorts of things which were once supposed to be in the power of men alone. No one among those who dislike the proposal is maintaining that women are less capable than men of piety, zeal, learning, and whatever else seems necessary for the pastoral office. What then, except prejudice begotten by tradition, forbids us to draw on the huge reserves which could pour into the priesthood if women were here, as in so many other professions, put on the same footing as men? And against this flood of common sense, the opposers, many of them women, can produce, at first, nothing but an inarticulate distaste, a sense of discomfort which they themselves find it hard to analyse. That this reaction does not spring from any contempt for women is, I think, plain from history. The Middle Ages carried their reverence for one woman to a point at which the charge could plausibly be made that the Blessed Virgin became in their eyes almost a fourth person of the Trinity. But never, so far as I know, in all those ages was anything remotely resembling a sacerdotal office attributed to her. All salvation depends on the decision which she made in the words Eke and Scylla. She is united in nine months' inconceivable intimacy with the eternal word. She stands at the foot of the cross, John chapter 19, verse 25. But she is absent both from the Last Supper, Matthew chapter 26, verse 26, Mark chapter 14, verse 22, Luke chapter 22, verse 19, and from the descent of the Spirit at Pentecost. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. Such is the record of Scripture. Nor can you daff it aside by saying that local and temporary conditions condemned women to silence and private life. There were female preachers, 
One man had four daughters who all prophesied, i.e., preached. Acts chapter 21, verse 9. There were prophetesses even in Old Testament times. Prophetesses, not priestesses. At this point, the common sensible reformer is apt to ask why, if women can preach, they cannot do all the rest of a priest's work. This question deepens the discomfort of my side. We begin to feel that what really divides us from our opponents is a difference between the meaning which they and we give to the word priest. The more they speak, and speak truly, about the competence of women in administration, their tact and sympathy as advisers, their natural talent for visiting, the more we...